Here we go. Hello, Chris. Hello, Sharon. <laughs> missed you. I know, I miss you. You're way over there on the other side of the desk. Yeah. So what did you think of this episode? It's very political. I hated it for a while. Me too. I guess we should tell the people <laughs> why. <laughs> it's Tiara time. That was easy. Uh, there are no Tiaras at all, Chris. I know. In this episode. So let's see. We're talking about The Crown, Season 3, Episode 5. Coup. Coup. Coup d'etat, apparently. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know the literal translation of coup. Um, it would be something like overthrow or overtake. Mm -hmm. D'etat is of state. Okay. The other kind of coup is de gras, which is a, a bloody, a bloody coup. Oh, gosh. You're as good at French as the queen is. Not quite. I did take French. That's where I learned that uh, Greek alphabet song. In French class? Yeah. The only thing I really remember from French class. You just move right on past things that I say. Was a drinking song. Wait, were you going to make a joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> then why does it matter? I guess you're just done with my thoughts sometimes. <laughs> I just think it's really strange that you learned the Greek alphabet in your French class. Sure. To the tune of the English alphabet. That's weird. It's not something I was taught. It's something I just That's how you learned it. on my own. Oh. I was definitely taught the French drinking song. Okay. For sure. That's fun. Yeah. Especially for West Virginia. Yeah. I mean, you know, eighth grade. Why not? Do we need to go back to the Greek alphabet conversation? No, no, I was you done. You didn't have anything? Okay. I was done with that. I'm sorry if I upset you. No. <laughs> I just, I really, I'm so confused. No, you haven't upset me at all. I guess I expected you to say more about it, but now we've said too much about it. <laughs> so now it's awkward no matter what. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, my God, you. Yeah, well, you too. So the Crown cast, season three, episode five. Uh, one of the things I wrote down was white men in dark rooms. The one I really like is surplus to requirements. Because they said that a couple of times during the episode. Must have missed that. But I like that title. When did they say that? Or what were they talking um, about? When Tywin Lannister was let go, mm -hmm. he was labeled as surplus to requirements. And then Liz said it at some point later in the episode. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, no longer needed. You are surplus to requirements. There's too much as compared to what our requirements are. Correct. I didn't feel well yesterday. Oh, I know. My it. brain isn't braining very well today. And that's totally fine. I I did not brain through the first half of this episode. Right. At all. Yeah. It was it was tough. Yeah. We hung in there though. We did. We got good at the end. Yeah. I just I don't understand politics and I really don't understand politics that has to do with economy. Like 
I don't, I really don't understand either one of those things. I didn't have to take those kinds of classes at my liberal arts college, so I didn't. Right. And I don't understand either one of them. And when you put them together, like even the whole idea of like paper money confuses me that I can give you a slip of paper when I buy this thing and you'll just take that. Yeah. And that's okay. Because it's worth something. And when I work, I earn little ones and zeros that go into my bank account. Right. That allowed me to trade those digits for food. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't get The it. world is a crazy place. I don't grok it. I kept thinking that everything that was going on was sort of reminiscent to what's going on in the world right now, where white people are complaining about how their country is going the wrong direction. And they want to make a change. So there was all this privilege happening. And Liz goes off to do her horse trading and they're just like talking about all the physical attributes of these horses and Mm -hmm. how they're better or worse for racing. And I'm just like, really? Is this what we are? It's just awful to watch this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that horse may have better haunches than the other one, but they're both creatures in their own right. Yeah. Except they're commodified it's awful yeah yeah like Capitalism. you and money i, I don't mean, get I, it yeah i just I, I don't get it this is tough for us well let's talk about the episode all right let's start totally tr time get yourself a crown to shine can be made of There's some newspaper drama at the beginning with the guy that was in Braveheart. Mr. King. Sure. Mr. The King. <laughs> Just Mr. King. Oh, right. Who was he in Braveheart? He was the magistrate that killed Braveheart's girlfriend. Really? I don't know how you recognize all these people outside of their Scottish He's got makeup. a very distinctive nasally voice. And plus Braveheart was fucking 30 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. 25 I, years ago. I mean, I... I can still usually recognize Hamish when I see him somewhere, but he's like, sure. or his dad, but his, who I think is dead now. Um, oh, really? I think so. But they're the only ones that yeah. I, I don't know. Must be the redheads. Right. Who knew? Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, the, the newspaper guy uh, isn't a fan of the prime minister. Right. So they're printing articles that are that are not flattering to the PM. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Even though they're supposed to be the same party, right? I didn't quite catch that. Something like that. But they could have been. Blah, I, blah, blah. I have no idea. Political party, blah, Tune, blah. Tuned out. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> um, so then there's news headlines. The, you know, Wilson doesn't like the headline. Wilson, you idiot. He's in the cabinet meeting harumphing with everyone. Right. And then we finally get to Lord Mountbatten. Lord Mountbatten. Tywin Lannister. Admiral of the Fleet, Louis Francis Albert Victor Nicholas Mountbatten, 1st Earl Mountbatten of Burma. 
second cousin once removed, Queen Elizabeth II, and the uncle of Prince Philip. Mountbatten's always pay their debts. <laughs> If this character dies being shot by his son on the toilet, I'll that would be I will awesome. laugh so hard. But then we should stop watching the show because it'll get shitty after that. <laughs> but then maybe the queen will ride off on a dragon and burn down her entire oh. this estate. Gosh, London goes up in flames. That would really just set the show off for me. That would be awesome. It would be pretty, pretty, pretty cool, for sure. <laughs> so anyway, the cabinet wants to axe the whatever position Lord Mountbatten is in. He's the, I didn't write it down, but he's some like sort of the supreme military commander. Military secretary or something like right. that, yeah. You know, because money and politics, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the supreme military blah, blah, blah. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. Yes. And which they do. And fucking PM Wilson looked absolutely terrified <laughs> to be firing Tywin Lannister, which I thought was great. And that scene was so wonderful because Wilson is like beating around the bush and beating around the bush. And Mount Blatton's like, you're canning me, right? You're canning me. And and then, <laughs> and then he very logically stands up and walks out. It was great. Because what else are you going to do? Yeah. Fuck and it. Wilson, he, he doesn't have to stand there and talk to him and no. listen to him. No. Fucking leave. Wilson couldn't even say it either. He couldn't. And it's Mount Blatton was he didn't huff off. He didn't. He just stood up and he just left. Just very casual. Why the fuck not? I love it. I and, absolutely love it. Yeah. Fuck it. Walked out. Loved yeah. it. So then we're still kind of introducing characters. We see the newspaper guys again. Another fucking room full of white guys. Right. Um, and then we're off to Tywin's last day. Lord Mountbatten's last day mm -hmm. at the office. And oh. they like, they give him a cake. A really sad cake. Such a sad cake. The cake looked like Prince fucking Charles made it or something. He didn't even get a face cake. He didn't even get a face cake, Chris. And then, but they sung him out of the building. That was like, that was both weird and awesome. With his portrait walking behind him. Because <laughs> they had to remove it because he his, wasn't the chief muckety muck anymore. Took his cake and his portrait. Was and so walked off. sad. But again, very stoic. And he was just like, yeah, okay, this is what we're doing. Right. I'm out. This is my life now. Peace. <laughs> Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Why have we waited so long to use that I one? I don't know. Sorry, Lorena. <laughs> so then it's time for a nice bath. He's, he's having a bit of a rest. Oh, at that, point. that was kind of sad. Putting his little puppy. I didn't look up his dog. I wonder what his dog's name is. Mm. Let me write that down. Question for next week. We haven't done that in a while. So then it looks like the queen is off to Hogwarts. She's going to see the horsies at Newmarket. Oh. You know how I like it when they walk. <laughs> <laughs> 
References, references, references. <laughs> Takes a lot of place of content, that's for sure. Yes. And there's a there's a horse race. And again, I started to tune out because I'm just I, I I'm not a fan. It's such a human thing to use animals for our amusement. I don't even remember the race. That's how much I tuned out. Well, and all I remember is like tuxedos and top hats. Okay. And it just it, it it makes the queen, it makes the crown feel very like aristocratic, a very out of out of sorts with, you know, common people. Right. Kind of thing. Well, because they are. Sure. I feel like they've been trying to overcome that mm-hmm. on some level. Right. But they're just not doing very good at it. Mm-hmm. But then we get back to more uh, politics, devaluing the pound. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I don't so much either, except it was something that PM Wilson made a big deal about when he was elected. Was elected. Right. I did understand that part. I think the former PM either they were on the brink of or had to or something mm-hmm. devalue the pound. Mm-hmm. Um and that was something they were heartily against in the Labor Party. Right. Why? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? And then we get a, another dark room filled with white men. Mountbatten is giving a speech decrying the currency about devaluation. Oh, and this is when I noted that all of the mustaches seem to have traded in their mustaches for fancy cars. Oh, well, I mean, these are worth something, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I guess. Not sure what I could get for mine. <laughs> New Halloween costume. Hmm. Yeah. That's what you got last time. Truth. A fake mustache. <laughs> and a new Halloween costume. Yep. Sorry, I distracted you. No, you're good. I'm just checking out my notes. So... Uh, also in the speech, like it sounded like he was reading a poem. It was all. I should have looked that up. It was all very the honor of war kind of thing. Yeah. And, I'm so sorry I didn't look that up. I really feel like I should have now. Uh, no, it, I think it's fine. I think my point was it was yet again something I was terribly uninterested in. You know, this whole war thing with like brotherhood and bonding over killing each other like i don't get yeah it almost seemed like a masonic meeting or something right right it was that kind of weird to me yeah i don't know but then people chimed in and stood up and yeah got a big round of applause sure oh and i guess after that's where the bank of england um so the, the newspaper guy is apparently associated with the bank of england okay and he approached Lord Mountbatten mm-hmm. and said, hey, please come to lunch with me and my Bank of England buddies. Right. Because we've got a proposal for you. Right. So then that's going to happen, apparently. And then we're back to Liz. They're going to look at more horsies. They go to France. France. She speaks French. She totally speaks French. French. She totally speaks French. Horse trading is awful. That's why they call it horse trading, I guess. I, guess. I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. I don't speak French. Right. So then more white men in dark rooms. 
Like at this point, uh, in watching the show, I was really just like done. I was done with the episode. I got really excited whenever you would write a note down because I'm like, oh, good. He knows what's going on. I'm just trying to follow along. <laughs> so then I guess we're we're having the conversation uh, between the bank guys and the newspaper guys and Lord Mountbatten. They want to have a, a legit coup. They want to really get the mm-hmm. PM unseated. Yeah. And Lord Mountbatten spends the weekend, spends 48 hours. He's, He's like, like, give me 48 hours. Let me sleep on it. And apparently he spent that time doing all the research he could on how and why to coup. Right. And he came back with his list. He came back with a very nice PowerPoint presentation. It really was, wasn't it? And yeah. it wasn't one of those distracting ones where he just like reads all the words on oh, the I screen to they, you. They're already up there. I can read. He he puts the main topic up there and then he flushes it out for a yeah. minute. And then he goes to the second topic and he had his five things and pretty much said, we shouldn't do this unless. Dot, dot, dot. We can get Liz in on this. Cut to more horse trading. Are we in Kentucky now? Yeah, we're getting to Kentucky. Didn't happen until the 80s. While Queen Elizabeth is way, way into her horses. And she did go to France to buy horses. And she did go to Kentucky to buy horses. And she did make this grand month-long tour to buy horses. That didn't happen until the 80s. So they really just used that as a way to get her out of the house in the show. Sure. While they were cooing. Cacaw. I was really hoping you would do that. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. Maybe that's irrelevant, but I'm just trying to hold up my side of You're the good. conversation. You're totally good. Also, right. I really like that they give her tea time and humanize her at tea time. It's like, don't you get between Liz and her fucking sandwich? Like, we can we can spend some time loves on this scene too. That shit. Because I thought this was a great scene. It was a lovely scene. So so they're in Kentucky. They're talking to the, the Americans about horse trading and they're talking to the Americans about what they do, the technology they're using. They've got right. their groundskeeper guy is like examining the soil and all kinds of cool stuff. Right. So they're getting all this good information. I think that was poop. Whatever. Okay. Poop turns into soil, right? Sure. That's how life works. Let's just scoop it up and scientifically examine it. All right. Anyway. Anyway. So they're doing this stuff and then they're they're We get to the scene where they're sort of taking a break for tea time mm-hmm. and they're they're off in the middle of the pasture with servants and a bench and they've got a picnic table all set up. Lovely. And I thought this was great because uh, Liz and Porchy are very casual together. Yeah. And Porchy has been around since season one. Yeah. Like. You know, when he's been around all of her life. He's a family friend. Yeah. They've they've been kind of partners with the horses forever. He's much better looking now. I don't remember the old guy. He was very, he looked like his name was Porchy. Like, he was just, well, you don't remember him. I think that sure. sums it up. Right. But I do remember that he asked her out. Yeah. Way back when. Yeah. 
and uh, I got the sense that the character clearly still has feelings mm-hmm. for Liz personally. Mm-hmm. They they do spend time together as as friends and as business partners, business partners, absolutely, and not just monarch and subject. And right. that's that's that really humanizing time that we get from Liz, right? You know, and I like it. I do too. And they were sharing sandwiches and it was all very cute. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they finish each other's sandwiches. I, I would hope so. I, I guess Philip probably does not hope they do. <laughs> I did want to make one more comment about the scene in Kentucky. Thanks for having some black guys open the doors to the limos. Because if there's any way to paint a picture of America. Yeah. Well done. Especially in Kentucky in 19, where are we at? 72-ish or something like that. 68, something like that. Okay. So then Liz offers Porchy the job, the racehorse manager job. Okay. But I guess there's an old dude in now who's been doing it since her father was king. Wow. We already talked about Lord Mountbatten's presentation about the coup. He was very serious. That guy's really good at staring daggers. I don't know if you noticed that. He's a good actor. He really is. I like him a lot. He's one of my favorite Schwarzenegger villains. Sir, are you a henchman? No, I only go as far as lucky. (laughs) Y'all can't see my eyes rolling all over my head. You can probably hear it, though. Ouch. So another thing Liz does is to admit to Porchy that she would rather do horsies as a job than be be the queen and one of the things she said in that conversation was i thought that was kind of what i was supposed to do before this other thing came before along the other thing right and it made me wonder because i had never looked into this before if king edward had children mm. because when he was the king if he hadn't abdicated before he had kids, his kids would be the lineage Mm. and she would be a cousin and not really very important at all and could spend her entire life playing horsies. Sure. But he didn't have kids. Right. So even if he wouldn't have abdicated, she would have still become queen upon his death in 1972. So she would have just been queen 20 years later, she would have had okay. 20 years sure. to play horses and learn more about becoming the queen. Right. Before actually becoming queen. So interesting. It is interesting. Little alternate reality. Right. Link there. Maybe that's the reality that we're actually supposed to be in because this current timeline is really odd. Kind of sucky. Yeah. Who knows? There are some alternate reality threads on the internet, too, that say her father, King George, really only smoked so much because of the stress of being king. And he may not have gotten lung cancer and died at such a young age, if he hadn't been king in the first place. 
fascinating. So he may not have died before King Edward did. So then it would have been King Edward, then King George for a while, Mm -hmm. and then when he died, Queen. So still she becomes Queen. Right. But maybe not until she was even in her 60s. Hmm. Well, that's not how it worked out. Not at all. And now look where we are. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, really. So she's kind of feeling the unlived life. Bit of FOMO. Right. A bit of mo, I guess. <laughs> Just plain missing out. Porchy kind of still loves her, so that must have been hard to hear. Yeah. But he's all right. I, I kind of like that they brought this character back. Like mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't really talked about him in a while. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about him. Philip hasn't, but... Yeah, no. So then Prime Minister has heard about the coup attempt and calls Liz Mm -hmm. while she's still in America. So she goes home. Yeah. Finish that drink, Porchy. We're going home. We're out of here. Can't leave these kids alone in the house without them throwing usurper parties. (laughs) And then... I mean, the end of this is kind of... Anticlimactical. That's that's the one. Is yeah. Yeah. It's not very climactic. Yeah. So Liz goes home and Mountbatten goes to see her because she summons her him. He gets a talking to. He gets a very brief talking to. That is just all she needs. That, uh, she probably didn't even have to talk at all. She probably could have just looked at him sternly and shaken her finger. I, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what she did. <laughs> I mean, she kind of just said uh, no, like, but he's like, but yeah, this is time to do it. And she's like, uh-uh. No. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. She's queen. I'm Felicia. And she berates him for not visiting his sister. Which he then goes to do. So we get to get. So we finally some get some time with Princess Alice again. Yeah, and that which was great. So happy. I love Super her so great. much. We get we get a nice couple of scenes here at the end. Yeah, the scene between uh, Princess Alice and Lord Mountbatten was just brilliant. It it was wonderful, and the words that I wrote down that she said. Oh, who cares? Honestly, because he was bitching about the same things that I bitch about every day. Yeah, lately, mm. and. It really made me step back for a second and and take a look at the the shitty people that we have running our country right now. Mm-hmm. And I do care, obviously, I do care. But there's going to be a point in my life where I don't anymore cuz it's not going to matter to me personally. Yeah, understandable. I may be super old by then and kind of crazy like Princess Alice. Sure. But I think there's going to be a time in my life where I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I expect that's true. I expect that would be true for most people. Mm-hmm. It really brings out just in that, that quick little scene and those few words it really brings back the character that we met in the princess Alice episode uh-huh. you know because 
she is very selfless and she is caring absolutely but not about stuff that doesn't matter right not about politics and economies you know yeah it's good it's a really good scene between these two Mm -hmm. and I, I appreciate the filmmakers just lingering on these two great actors they just, really did take a lot of time with that scene, they really didn't did. they? There were silences and yeah. there were And they weren't gaps. trying to, to fill the space with something. That's a really good point. And it was it was just nice to watch. Yeah. To be in the room. Yes. Such a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Phillip's in the show. I remember him. Yeah, he's that one guy. It was kind of funny because he said that Elizabeth's trip was expected to take a week. And it took a month. And they were gone a month. So he was kind of surprised to see her. Right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yep. But, you know, he he put asshole Philip away and they had a nice couple of moments together. Mm Mm-hmm. She got a little unexpected kiss. (laughs) Which she seemed to appreciate. She did. And they both walked away from that encounter all smiles. So that was pretty fun. They're growing up. I mean, they've been married for like 30 years at this point. Jesus Christ. No, they haven't. (laughs) The kids are still pretty young. Which we haven't seen Prince Charles yet. Yeah, I know. He he keeps being in the, the previews. Right. The previews to this season... Featured him prominently. Right. So. I guess we'll get him at the end of the season. We'll get him eventually, I'm sure. And that was it. That was the show. So my question is, why did this episode even happen? Nothing came of it. Much ado about nothing. Much ado about nothing. Shall these quips and sentences and paper bullets of the brain awe a man from the career of his humor? No! The world must be peopled! A lot of characters will probably either never see again or see very little of again. Did you look up anything about this attempted coup? Was it a is it a real It it thing? was a probable thing. There's no way to really verify it because no one's gonna talk about it. You know, Lord Mount Blatton's gonna be, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were totally gonna toss every, you know. The, I mean, there was definitely a meeting between. There was definitely a meeting between King and Mount Blatton, probably about this. Okay. So it's really the most they have. I I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know why. I mean, it could have been. From a filmmaking standpoint, it could have been to introduce the characters. You know, we hadn't seen Lord Mountbatten as the new actor. We hadn't seen Porchy as the new actor. That's true. Especially if he's going to be around a lot more as the Queen presumes he will be in his new role. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. I just feel like it was kind of a throwaway episode. Yeah, I think it kind of was. I, I hated it up until the end. Yeah. I really did. I wasn't super interested. Quite a bit more excited about the newly downloaded seasons of the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I got to check. I got a couple of seasons already. 
but I do love this show and I will I keep watching this show. <laughs> I don't feel like season three has what what seasons one and two had, though. I, I'm really I'm really missing the magic of yeah. season one, I think. Even season two. I mean, I liked the cast. Mm-hmm. I liked those actors. But I think even season two, mm-hmm. aside from a couple of really good episodes, the Margaret episodes, mostly the Margaret episodes. I I didn't love mm-hmm. what I think of season two, I I do think of the Margaret episodes. Right. And I love those. So. Sure. And season three had that incredible Margaret episode. So. Maybe we just need. A spinoff called Margaret. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we'll watch the show. Of course we will. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have a favorite scene of this show? I, I mean, clearly. Princess Alice, mm-hmm. that that moment between brother and sister, yeah, I absolutely mm-hmm. like. It was, I, I love that actor, the one that plays Princess Alice. I think she is absolutely gorgeous yeah. and brilliant yeah. as this character. And I can't think of that guy's name, but Tywin Lannister is such a stoic guy. I really like him in this role, and he's great. He's perfect. As I really like him in this role. And just to see those two characters play off of each other, mm-hmm. it must have been, must have really been fun for both of those actors. Mm-hmm. I would hope. I would hope that was really fun for those actors. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea what it's like for actors. I, I like to think that their jobs are fun sometimes. Right. But, you know, we get the end result. We get the, with all the music and the lighting and the, the camera angles and, yeah. and they're just in a, in a bright room with a bunch of people off camera staring quietly at each other. <laughs> so maybe it's not fun at all, but the end result, the feelings that those scenes produce in me uh-huh. are what it is or what I'm looking for yeah. from entertainment like yeah. that. That's so, why we keep watching this show. That's why, why we, we keep watch watching movies. The show. That's why. That's why and we like you and I. It's why we like media that much. And it's it's something to me personally. Like I feel like storytelling is a really important part of humanity. Mm, it is. You know. It is. And yeah, we tell stories that are fantastic, or we tell stories that are horror stories, or romance stories, or adventure stories, or comedy stories, or whatever. But they all speak to us in different ways. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a horror guy because I don't like being scared. So I turn off my enjoyment of, okay. that, of that media. Right. Um, you know, whereas I'm a romantic kind of a guy. So if I watch a romantic story, you know, then I turn on the waterworks. Right. So. Don't cry, Chris. I'll be fine. <laughs> So, yeah, that was my favorite moment. And in the end, I did like this episode, mostly for that reason. Good. Um, And, you know, we'll see what happens with all the political intrigue, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. What about you? Yeah, same. What you said. Well said. Ditto. Very well said. Thank you. Learned it by watching you. All right, sweetie. I guess that's it for today, then. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No. 
All right. We'll wrap it up here. All right. God save the queen. God save the queen. Thanks to the listeners. Oh, and Jenny Parrot. Thanks to Jenny Parrot. I hope you're feeling okay, darling. Oh, don't be sick again. Yeah, don't be sick. We don't like that. No. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. Wear your masks. God save the queen. God save the queen. Totally TR time. The podcast where the stars align. Reigning queen is Emery. King Chris got that royal sound. When he's discussing the crown. Grab your scepter and around. It's TR time. It's TR time. It's TR time. Don't know where I want this. Do you want me to tell you where to put it? Pass. <laughs>